You're listening to 66.6 FM Radio TOVH The Flush Oh yeah, welcome back to another thrilling episode of The Toilet of Hell Radio Show I'm Joe Thrashenkill With me as always is the golden boy The internet sweetheart The 365 days of horror Or as I like to call him The Jordan The Jordan, how are you? I am the good. Uh, I'd ask how you were doing, but I could hear the smoothness and richness of your voice, so I know you're good. Uh, I decided after um, shit, what are, almost 450 episodes to buy a real microphone. <laughs> uh, so right now we are rocking with a Shure SM57 going into a Focusrite Scarlet 2i2 uh, for all you gearheads at home. So if it sounds like shit, it's because none of this stuff is very expensive. <laughs> It stays in line with how we run this show. Pretty much. Um, you know, after all this time, I decided that uh, we should try to treat this like an actual show. Uh, so with that in mind, we planned out a full show for today, and then I was just too tired to do that shit. <laughs> You've been working for like a week straight, so it's okay. Yeah, it's it's been uh, tough at the hospital. Man, quit shooting each other. That's, that's my one soapbox for this week. If I had one piece of advice for everybody out there, it's quit shooting each other because it just makes a whole fucking mess for me anyway uh, yeah we, think about joe for <laughs> once, won't you? exactly um we got a lot of things though uh to cover on this one uh before we get into all that how are you doing jordan i'm doing okay it's just uh, another day in paradise i suppose you know we never do this uh on the show but let's before let's talk about actual music for one second okay okay uh normally i pick the music on this show that we play after the show, but you're taking the reins this week. Do you want to tell me what you're picking? There's been a few times where I've been like, hey, hey guys, can can we play one of these songs? And then you just go, no, more no. integrity. We're, li- <laughs> we're listening to some, like, uh, I don't know, Czechoslovakian slam band that literally nobody enjoys but me. I found the worst black metal band on Bandcamp. We're playing that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, occasionally I do like music as well, and Uh, speak up for myself and say hey maybe other people like this guys uh so this week i picked a song that you'll hear at the end of the show by a band called vintercy it's like melodic death metal uh like if arch enemy was good Ooh. at least the modern version of it Uh, i think just for me more melody more catchiness things like that so hopefully people like it as well yes so stick around for the full length of the show if you want to hear Uh, this hot new band that Jordan is vibing with. Now, uh, with the actual music discussion aside, can we go ahead and get on the shit that we always do then? Yeah, let's get into the bad stuff. All right. Uh, Which asshole do you want to start with? Because we got plenty of them here. I want to start with, like, the worst thing I've heard in a long time, and not even talking about the music. Talking about, like, what this band actually is, and I suspect this will be lots of people's new target or band of hatred have you heard of the shredders with a z i was gonna ask it sounds like there's a z at the end of this stupid band name uh there is and i I assume it's for copyright purposes i i would i would guess so i unfortunately am familiar with the shredders but only because you keep sending me shit in the email about it (laughs) because i need someone else so i can go look at this shit Look at it. Now, this uh, so, one is this one is notable, though, because, like, you're all going to... I bet you can all guess what this shit is, but uh, it is. It is it is exactly that. But it's also dragging a bunch of real people down with it. <laughs> they are who they thought we were, um, or something like that. But this is... There's a reason why people haven't probably heard of this all that much, is because it's a brand new band, and I wish you could see me because I'm doing the air quotes. Uh, just this week... We got a press release for The Shredders, and uh, as much as I prefer not to read an entire press release just because it's advertising for what this is, people need to hear it. People need to understand what we're dealing with here. So this is from The Shredderverse as of May 4th, 2023. So we're off on the right foot already. Fuck it, eh? The Shredders have officially been released from hell. Five musical misfits, Raz, Vincent, Weasel, Donnie, Nigel, and their manager, Lydia, 
had a chance encounter with the devil himself hmm. and the devil himself. Uh, oh, the first letters are capitalized for some reason. This clandestine meeting led to a deal that set the Shredders on a path to multidimensional superstardom backed by the power of darkness. The road, however, was a rocky one, mired in misadventure. The consequences of a perilous business relationship with Mr. D landed the band in his fiery lair. Following some deal-altering discussions, the Shredders have been released back into the metaverse uh, in search of fame and fortune once again. Uh, Fans are invited to play a role in their new journey. Uh, so, that's just the, the first paragraph. Go ahead. God, I don't fucking care. Fuck. I don't fucking care about the stupid made-up lore for this bullshit fake-ass band. Fuck. Join us on our mission to unleash a relentless storm of sonic fury upon your ears, exclamation point. We are armed and ready to conquer every corner of the universe with our hell-powered, bone-crushing riffs, earth-shattering beats, and mind-blowing melodies, said the Shredders. The Shredders are making this newfound freedom by opening their virtual world, the Shredderverse, to fans, collectors, and metalheads with the release of a trademark single. Shredders, and that's the name of the song, so they're the Shredders, and the song is Shredders. Okay. I, I can of, only hope the album is also called Shredders. Sure, sure. You, you gotta do it. Shredders is a blistering anthemic headbanger featuring Alex Skolnick. Oh. Metal Injection premiered the track, which will be available globally on May 5th. And we'll get back to that in a second. Neither Skolnick nor Metal Sucks personnel signed any personal. That's the wrong personal. Signed any paperwork with the bad guy downstairs. I would disagree with that, actually. If you make a deal with me, you pay the price. I'll be watching, said the devil. Hmm. The Shredders have enlisted other friends as they make their way toward global domination. Alex Skullman, Skullnick of Testament, Gary Holt of Slayer and Exodus. The, you know what? If I had to guess, Gary Holt would be up there somewhere. Derek Green of Sepultura. Hmm. Brandon Ellis, Black Dahlia Murder. No good. George Lynch of Dokken and Lynch Mob. Man, what the hell? Dan Lilker of Anthrax and Nuclear Assault. Huh? That makes sense. He's a knuckle dragger. Tina Bergmashi and Jessica DeFalci of Crypta. All right. Dave Davidson of Revocation. Do better, Dave. And Jessica Pimentel of Brujeria and Orange is the New Black. Okay. All right. I guess everybody here was hungry or needed like a a new jacket, like an umbrella or something. I can't imagine they got paid much for this. George Lynch isn't too sexy for day-old bagels. All will appear as guests on the Shredder's debut album throughout this summer. It continues. Of course it does. And this this is where it somehow gets worse. Now, I am not a technologically advanced person. I you know, don't have the latest gears and doodads and fancy things. So I don't know what the hell I'm saying when I'm talking about this, but these are words coming out of my mouth. Meanwhile, back in all caps, the universe, mm. the Shredders is a Web3 native, community-driven, virtual supergroup and PFP project that lives in the metaverse. They have partnered with The Orchard, to integrate their vision into the global music and Web3 communities. Boy, doesn't that say it all? <laughs> Does it? I don't know what I just read. I know those are words, and I know I, I said them in a certain order, but I don't, know. I don't well, know what I just read. I mean, like, it doesn't... It, look, it doesn't matter. These are all signifiers. It doesn't actually mean anything. This is not a real project. Like, this is, you know... W- w- let's start off, like... Uh, metaverse right that thing that everybody is using right the future of the internet you're in the metaverse right now right i am i'm floating in the metaverse without legs yeah everybody fucking loves the metaverse that's why all of your friends in real life can't stop talking about it everybody knows the metaverse everybody's using it um when we're not in the metaverse we're saying why aren't we in the metaverse exactly uh web 3.0 again like None of this shit, like, it's it's the same kind of NFT bullshit scam 
None of this means anything. It's a way of like basically dumping carbon into the atmosphere, hoping that people will buy into your stupid token base horseshit that nobody fucking cares. Like this grift is over. It's been over for a fucking year now. What the fuck is this? Why are you do like? Why are we ripping off gorillas with the shredders with this fake uh, like fake universe ban that literally nobody gives a fucking shit about? Like, what is this? This this feels like it's insulting to everyone's intelligence. It's the gorillas meets Megacoin. Essentially. And it's so, it's so cool that the Orchard is backed up on this, too. Like, we talk all the time about, like, music is completely devalued. And I think the Orchard, you can probably point to them playing a big role in all of this. Like, their coffers are full. Nobody that does business with them is, you know, eating, but they're fine. Yeah, this is seems like the idea of a rich businessman in a suit behind a desk saying, how can we make money off this? And it took them a year to put this out well after anyone's interested in this sort of thing. And all you have left is like Avenged Sevenfold and Megadeth trying to do this thing. And now the company that sues people and tries to copyright other people's original music so they can make money off it via YouTube is trying to get in on it too. Yeah. I mean, this feels like what, what if I put out a competitor to Tamagotchi this year? (laughs) Just crystal Pepsi in 2023. Yeah. You guys are so fucking late to the party that the party is fucking gone. The cops cleared everybody out like six months ago. Um, if you are in any way interested in this, like, can I suggest instead getting a fucking, like, head exam? Maybe, like, punch a couple of holes in there, let the bad demons out, like, get some good vibes in? The Orchard is showing up to the party with four wine coolers when everyone else has left already. Essentially. They... <sighs> just greeted by Chris Hansen instead. Um, I, I hate... I hate this. I, I hate that, like, all of these, um... I mean, we know that Metal Injection and Metal Sucks are owned by The Orchard now, right? So it makes sense that they would do PR for this horseshit. But like at the same time, wouldn't you think that whoever is running the show over there would want to protect their own, I don't know... Uh, what is, reputation, I guess. What <laughs> I know they don't exactly have sterling reputations, but like you got something there. And just pissing it all away for what? For what? What is this? Reputation doesn't matter in this situation. I mean, the average person doesn't know who the Orchard is or what they do. They may say see their name pop up because it's connected to a YouTube video of a band they're wanting to watch. But for the most part, people aren't aware that they own Metal Injection and Metal Sucks. They just see, here's a song from a band that has Alex Skolnick in it. I'll listen to it. And for them, that's good enough. They're advertising their own stuff. They're working hand-in-hand or hand and dick in this situation to promote their own thing so for them it's worth it's like you know uh if someone owned one of these websites and they just kept pumping up their band all the time it's sort of the same situation but that's not the end of it because this thing continues jesus on may 16th at 10 a.m eastern standard time a collection of 1000 shredders access passes will be available to claim for free on NFT Marketplace OpenSea. The Access Pass is a dynamic digital token and the key to unlocking the Shredderverse. Mm-hmm. By owning a pass, the fan community will be granted access to a gated channel on the Shredders' dedicated Discord server where they will be able to co-write the Shredders' narrative alongside the band. Serving as crowdsourced band co-managers... The sh- if the bile is reaching the tip of your tongue, there's a reason for all this. The Shredders community will have tangible input on crucial band decisions, such as single-choice collaborations, merch design, artwork, touring plans, and other factors that play out in real life. Holders will receive priority access to all future Shredders drops and exclusive content. So you get to work for free for this made-up band that doesn't really exist. Suck my dick from the back. I fucking hate this shit, dude. Like, do you know why this is never going to take off, like, beyond the obvious? Like, 
the NFT marketplace is completely done. Like that gold rush was over in a week and everybody that was maybe interested caught left holding a bag. It's because that they are using Alex Skolnick as a way to appeal to old metal fans as a way to open up a market here. And this shit, everything you just described is so fucking convoluted and stupid that like what Gen X or boomer metalhead is going to like look at this, be interested in music from Alex Skolnick and think, okay, well, I'll just enter my uh, fucking Bitcoin wallet ID into the open sea metaverse and access the private discord where I can communicate with the other badge holders so that we can maybe write the narrative and also get exclusive access to drops before he. What the fuck is this? This is so stupid, dude. I hate it. I feel like a lot of people with skullets would be interested in this. It's it's just, too confusing for the skullet guys. <laughs> it just reminds me of uh, when I saw Anvil a bunch of years ago, and there was just an old metalhead next to me looking at his flip phone and had to put on his reading glasses to see what it said. I feel like that type of guy is the one who might be interested in it. And there's not a lot of them out there. No. Uh, you know, this... I wouldn't be opposed to some of our more Discord-centric people getting in on this and maybe trying to influence songs in the worst possible way, like throwing in Toilet of Hell references, maybe a lol butts here or there, perhaps a Hong Kong Kong can see if it actually makes it into a song. Well, here's the thing. There is, I think they said, what, there are a thousand spots open for this, right? There mm-hmm. is no way that they get more than like 10. Put like put a gun to my head. I swear by that number, this is not going to get more than 10 suckers. I'm telling you right now excluding any sort of bots or weirdness that goes on with these sorts of things to begin with. Or like any of the our toilet of hell people that are trying to get me to like <laughs> pull the trigger. <laughs> it continues because of course it does. The Shredders is notably the first music project that features automated dynamic NFTs that are directly linked to streaming data. Powered by Web3 Services platform blockchain technology Chainlink, and the Orchard's developmental partner, Click. Access passes will visually change based on the Shredder's streaming performance on major DSPs. As the Shredder's reach streaming milestones, each access pass will transform to showcase new art and simultaneously reward community members as new achievements are unlocked. Tom Wheely, SVP New Business of the Orchard, said, The Shredder's are the first virtual band to connect streaming data with a dynamic NFT facilitated by the Orchard's existing partnerships with major DSPs and new relationships with Chainlink and OpenSea. Just thinking out loud here, does Tom Wheelie have like an address? <laughs> I'm just just wondering, you know. If he does, it's probably uh, surrounded by high walls and armed guards. If, if he knows uh, what's coming for him, it I hope so. <laughs> By owning a Shredder's Access Pass, fans will become members of an engaged community that participates in determining the future of the project and be rewarded for it with both artist access and utility. What artist access? These aren't real people. I guess they're talking about uh, the people that they paid to be a part of this project, like the lady from Orange is the New Black. I don't know. This shit, just session people. Essentially. like Everybody that like got a paycheck out of this, I hope it was fat because... like. You are lower than dog shit to me right now. I I have no respect for any of these folks. And this thing finishes up with the most telling sentence of all. The Shredders is the collaborative brainchild of veterans of the stage and industry. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 I'll bet. Yeah. I hope everyone involved in this gets what's coming to them. Right now, I'm just Googling how to build an EMP. (laughs) And, you know, with all of this stuff, it's just going to eat up tons of energy and they're going to need gallons and gallons of water for cooling these data centers for this thing that no one could possibly want and probably won't remember three months from now. Nobody's going to want or remember this, but at the same time, they're going to procedurally generate fucking NFTs based on nothing so you have a little algorithm just deciding to chew up bandwidth spit a bunch of fucking carbon in the air like in the meantime all of these data centers are probably in texas where we're already getting warnings like we're gonna lose power this summer 
It's just fucking great. I love it. I think this is so such a good use of our limited resources in a rapidly warming world. It's so cool. I'm mad now, dude. Why did we start with this? <laughs> I, we can move on to something that may cheer you up a little bit more. L- let me let me jump on one thing just very briefly because I do want to lift my spirits a little bit, okay? Okay. Uh, for folks that listen to our show uh, or have been listening to the show for a little while, I, I just want to go ahead and pat myself on the back and give a hearty I was right about my assessment of David Draymond's online behavior. Uh, I had said a while back, this sounds like a man who is rapidly getting divorced and wouldn't you know it, <laughs> I was right. Uh, I think something like Four out of five members of Disturbed are divorced now within the past couple of years. I would say that 90% of their listeners are also divorced as well. It's a very divorced band. Um, I, I want to thank uh, Crazy Ass Moments in New Metal History, uh, that great Twitter account, uh, for sharing uh, some screenshots of David Draymond's current Twitter, pro- uh, sorry, uh, Tinder profile. <laughs> I feel, I mean, he's 50 years old. I feel like Tinder is not the smartest move for him. I would agree. Like there's, he's a celebrity. He's part of the industry. He has at least some sort of money, depending on how this divorce goes. There's rich people dating services out there. I mean, there's actual like in-person people who set you up with other rich people or Hollywood people or whatever. I feel like Tinder is just a bad idea. Yeah, he needs a, he needs a Yentl something it just it seems very unnecessary and also very sad just sitting backstage in i don't know tacoma washington just swiping right and left it's unnecessary i mean i guess so you i don't know about you but to me this just reads as a man that's clearly just trying to fuck wherever he's at so sure yeah someone he was trying to ooh his ah 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 and i understand that but again there's probably easier ways than i don't know in between shows going to a Bennigan's with someone that you just swiped in a certain direction. But who knows? Perhaps that'll work out for him. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, and because the screenshot of this started to go around, he was asked about it. And he said, lol, dude, you see this? I'm tagging you because I believe it's a fake at David Draymond that someone sent to him. Mm-hmm. And he responded with, not fake, lol, it's me. All right. <laughs> we love it. I mean, why not? Your divorce, go ahead and get on out there. Go ahead and try to find love again. Uh, yeah, I, I hope he finds everlasting happiness. And he, he continued, all good. You'd be surprised. It's hard for a guy like me to meet the right woman. I'll tell you, it's been weird so far. Lots of scammers trying to figure out how to navigate this new terrain. I love that. An old ass man trying to figure out like what a Tinder bot is. <laughs> like, huh. This, like, 10 out of 10 bikini model says she's interested in showing me her nudes. I just have to go to this website. <laughs> I just have to click this link that ends with .ru. Yes. Uh, so or good luck. .exe. Good, good luck with that. Uh, the, I can assure you that, you know, your next album is definitely getting leaked. <laughs> um, all right. We can move on a little bit. I just had to, I had to lift my spirits a little bit after that fucking drag of an opening of the show. Yeah, you get to say you were right. That's it's very important. Mm-hmm. What else you got? Uh, did you see that Live Nation posted their revenue just for the first quarter of this year? No, I, I did not. How, how are things going for Live Nation? I know that they've had some legal trouble. Has that uh, reflected uh, their in the bottom line? Well, these scrappy young go-getters who just want to put on concerts for all their friends posted a record... billion with a B in revenue for the first quarter of 2023. Good fucking God. I gave them $140 the other day and it fucking burned my asshole, dude. Hate it. So what was the original price that you tried to purchase for and then were their fees tacked on? Yeah, so these were $40 tickets. Two tickets Uh. somehow equals $140. I'm not a mathematician, but that doesn't fucking add up, does it? What show was this? The Cure. Well, <laughs> at least it's The Cure. That's something. Yeah. Uh, and I know, like, just this past week or so, they announced their, like, $25 tickets for certain shows that they're trying to do. And, of course, people are like, yay, I'm going to go see Pantera now from the lawn. But, uh, I mean, that's just 
part of their scam and part of the way that they rope you in because then they hit you with fees again. And this revenue was up 73% from last year. Um, of course, still dealing with pandemic stuff last year. So it's numbers a little bit misleading because now everything's opened up again. And apparently Live Nation is involved with ticketing in 45 countries, which I did not know. That's a real failure on the part of those other countries. You didn't see this shit over here and think, huh, we should probably uh, keep them from, from infecting these markets. You're just really cornering the Micronesia market right now. Uh, it's it's so funny. We talk about it all the time. Like nobody's making any money on touring except for Live Nation. Right. These big conglomerates are the ones who are making the money because they're charging an arm and two legs, and just your average band is having to cancel tours. They can't get visas. They can't do all sorts of things. But Anthrax is eating live- cat food right now. They were previously, but that was more of a personal choice. <laughs> it says here, concert revenue was nearly $2.3 billion, an 89% increase year over year. Sponsorship was up 47% to $170 million. Live Nation Entertainment sold 90 million tickets for 2023 shows thus far, 20% higher than the same point in 2022. Michael Rapino, president and chief executive officer of Live Nation. He has Nation, an address, too. Again, gigantic walls, turrets, barbed wire. I'm just saying, but he does have an address where he lays his head at night. Food for thought. This performance is indicative of our continued long-term growth and sets the stage for a record 2023 as we are more positive than ever about artists touring, fans attending concerts to see their favorite artists, and our role helping make these happen. I bet you are, Dick Nose. All right. What's... What can we do to, to end Live Nation? What, what, is, what are our options out there? Is this also an EMP solution? I don't think that'll do it. I think you probably need some other bigger, eviler corporation to buy them up and to put them out of business, kind of like what Fox News and media, news media do to everything they buy. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you would need government action to break up this monopoly, and that's not going to happen. We know that for certain. Um, I think it would also be helpful for some of these artists to not work with them. I know it's difficult because the biggest venues are all hooked up with them. So the alternative is trying to play smaller shows, but obviously that causes its own problems, whether it's logistics or scalping or you know, all sorts of things. Like Bruce Springsteen can't play your local bar. Like it's just not going to happen. So he I mean, needs to play at Dallas yeah. Cowboy Stadium. You ever seen the video for Glory Days? He's definitely playing in a local bar. Uh, is he bullshitting? Is he faking it? <laughs> he had Courtney Cox dance on stage with him. He can afford to play some of these bigger venues. But I think with this this number two is all of these tours are happening at the same time. And it's all the biggest artists that are around. Whether it's Bruce Springsteen, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Drake. So that's also <clears throat> boosting their numbers too. It's the desire to tour from these people and the desire to see these people all coming together with just insane amounts of price gouging and fees and just yeah. scalpers and all sorts of stuff. I really do blame uh, millennial white women. Um, I don't know if you've seen like uh, all of the, I don't know if you have social media, but anybody you went to high school with, but like all of these women uh, wearing their, their finest uh, to go out to the one concert they've been to in 10 years to see Taylor Swift on this last run. Uh, that's all my feed has been. And I saw a great uh, video the other day of a woman like commuting on the subway in New York at the stop, like at the Madison Square Garden, where all of the Taylor Swift fans were coming in <laughs> after the concert, it was, looked like a fucking A twenty four horror movie, dude. <laughs> I didn't watch it, but I saw that come up. What I did see in my local news was uh, to take the train from here into Boston. All the tickets are sold out for that train the day of that show and coming back. Deeply fucked. All of these. I, I didn't even know you could sell out like local train <laughs> tickets in advance. Yeah, I I had no idea. Um, anyway, I, I what I'm saying here is I blame 30 year old white women for all of this. This is this is what really uh, tipped over the uh, tipped over the coffers for Live Nation. Uh, so do better, uh, do better, white women. It's on you. Um, I wanted to um, discuss something else this week. Another uh, personal hobby horse of mine. Um, <clears throat> D. Snyder, pro or con? 
Uh, I mean, I don't want to hear his music ever again. I am not a fan. Uh, I'm on the record uh, as as not being a fan. I kind of want to talk about this for a bit, if that's okay with you. Is that all right? Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, I think it was last week, and uh, I'm pulling up my own personal Twitter timeline because I wanted to give you the exact date, uh, because I believe that I saw it and retweeted it with uh, the words, shut the fuck up, you old bitch. Yeah, here we go. Six days ago, uh, Paul Stanley of KISS uh, posted uh, a uh, Microsoft uh, Office uh, post uh, with some words, some big thinky thoughts he had been having. Can I, can I share this with you? Yes, you can. Uh, he titles this, My Thoughts on What I'm Seeing. Great title, man. I can see why you're, <laughs> you're so articulate. <laughs> I can see why you're a billionaire. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah you you uh, ostensibly have been paid richly your entire life to express yourself. <laughs> and this is what this is what we got. My thoughts on what I'm seeing. Good stuff. He says there is a big difference between teaching acceptance and normalizing and even encouraging participation in a lifestyle that confuses young children into questioning their sexual identification as though some sort of game and then parents in some cases allow it. Again, great writing. You're so articulate. There are individuals who as adults may decide reassignment is their needed choice, but turning this into a game, or parents normalizing it as some sort of natural alternative, or believing that because a little boy likes to play dress-up in his sister's clothes, or a girl in her brother's, we should lead them steps further down a path that's far from the innocence of what they are doing." With many children who have no real sense of sexuality or sexual experiences caught up in the fun, quote, unquote, of using pronouns and saying what they identify as, some adults mistakenly confuse teaching acceptance with normalizing and encouraging a situation that has been a struggle for those truly affected and have turned it into a sad and dangerous fad. What do you think about all that? I think this is a 71-year-old rich man who has no business talking about any of this. Uh, I want to remind people that this is the same person who wrote songs like I Was Made for Loving You and Lick It Up and Psycho Circus. Christine 16? Yeah. Uh, As you said, shut the fuck up, you old bitch. So this is... This is... This is, of course, stupid. It's it's very stupid. It's the big thinky thoughts coming from an absolute fucking dullard. Uh, somebody who has really probably never given any of this a single thought before reading, I don't know, some fucked up John Shake column and thinking that this is, um, that there is some kind of insidious underground of parents giving six-year-olds orchiectomies or something like that. Is that what's going on here? I blame this on... Twitter's algorithm, switching it to the for you and showing you just the worst people on your timeline, your Matt Walsh's and your Elon's and things like that. And probably seeing this for the first time, just going like, oh, my God, parents uh, have always wanted a son. So now they're going to force this thing to happen. Just absolute nonsense. And to put things in perspective, Ted Nugent is agreeing with Paul Stanley. That's all you need to know. Yeah, Paul Stanley has been known as, like, the lib in KISS for Mm -hmm. forever, right? Gene Simmons himself does not jump on this transphobia thing, not, like, because he's a good person, far from it, but because he said, hey, trans people buy records, too. (laughs) (laughs) He's a business-minded person, and as always, it's free to say nothing, and these people can't help themselves. And at the same time, these people can never really apologize, either when they get called out on this sort of thing just no one can ever say i'm sorry i'll learn better they gotta just post paragraphs and that's what happened with d snyder who also agreed with paul stanley d snyder who again has a pretty long reputation as being like a good lib is that is that what you would say that he's kind of cultivated over the years sort of he will like speak out against certain things but then we'll always follow it up with like, I'm not a Democrat or Republican. So he's like, that's kind of what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, he'll stick out against like Donald Trump using like, we're not going to take it. 
and like anti-gay rally is trying to use that you know use his music but then he'll always like qualify it with like i'm not political or i'm not this or that but you're misunderstanding the song it's for everyone like that sort of thing mm-hmm. so it's, you know sort of soft pushbacks i guess you could say <clears throat> yeah. um He's, so he's, situ- been, he's been getting he's got a ton of credit because 40 years ago he stood up to Tipper Gore uh, because the PMRC threatened his bottom line uh, and that made him a brave truth teller. <laughs> and just recently he like alluded to Twisted Sister maybe getting back together or maybe donning the makeup once again. Uh, in one of these states that are trying to ban drag performances. So he does try to cultivate that, at least the hashtag resistance Twitter crowd, if not necessarily liberal. Sure. that I think that's a good way of putting it. So he, uh, he took this awful, stupid, brain-dead statement that Paul Stanley had, and he says, you know what? There was a time where I, quote, felt pretty, too. Glad my parents didn't jump to any rash conclusions. Well said, Paul Stanley. What the fuck are you talking about? You felt pretty, so you're you're glad that your parents didn't give you a forced gender reassignment? What the fuck are you talking about, you insane old dickhead? Old dickhead brain rot going on. So, uh, you know, for doing that, he was... uh, the San Francisco Gay Pride Parade decided that they were not going to allow him to perform his one stupid song uh, at their at their parade, uh, and now he is big, big mad about it. Can we dive into this a little bit? We can, especially because it's titled. So I hear I'm transphobic. Really? Oh boy. Uh, like you, you, you people wrote songs for decades. How do you not know how to write a title? It's it really is incredible, right? Like who actually wrote these songs? That's my question. And again, like you could just say you're sorry. I am sorry. I shouldn't have said this. I will learn. I will work with people. And then actually, like you got to do the work. You actually have to work with these people to learn and grow and be a better person to understand why people are upset. But that never happens in this situation because again. Typing paragraphs. So, this whole thing, we'll get into it, but I, I just want to say, I, I feel, again, incredibly justified uh, for all of the hate that I've spewed about D. Snyder over the years, so let's do this. So, I hear I'm transphobic. Really? Why did the San Francisco Gay Pride Parade invite me, D. Snyder, to be a grand marshal in their parade and sing We're Not Gonna Take It on the center stage at what could possibly be the most important LBGTQIA plus gathering in the organization's long history? Let's stop there. Is, is the 2023 San Francisco Gay Pride Parade the most important gay pride parade in the history of the San Francisco Gay, gay Pride Parade? Yeah, I'm sure they're going to be talking about it in the history books for years to come. Yeah, absolutely. To quote Joe Garolfi, San Francisco Chronicle's senior political writer, quote, D. Snyder is a longtime supporter of LBGTQ rights, end quote. All right. Well, Joe well that's, Gar- that settles it. Yeah, this guy, Joe Garolfi, we all know him. <laughs> He says here, I have always stood with the community and its important causes. I was honored to accept the San Francisco Gay Pride Parade's invitation, and I even gave my blessing, for we're not going to take it to be used as this year's battle cry. Queer, not going to take it. Again, you are doing what you always do. You are happy for somebody to use your song because you get paid for it. Fucking bravo, bitch. (laughs) He says, is that transphobic? Is it transphobic to allow a gay pride organization to use your song because you get paid? I I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> is this a sandwich? Exactly. Like, is, if, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> what? I was not aware that the transgender community expects fealty and total agreement with all their beliefs and any variation or deviation is considered, quote, transphobic. And here we go, man. Is this not exactly what you were expecting from an old dumbass? Just hearing his high heels digging into the ground on this one. Like, you, you're just grandpa Facebook boomer posting right now. Like, they expect fealty and total. Shut the fuck up, you old asshole. I thought this was America. 
Ugh, being silenced. I wish. I wish you would shut the fuck up. You never shut the fuck up. All right, let's continue with his stupid words. So, my lifetime of supporting the transgender community's right to identify as they want and honoring whatever changes they may make and how they present themselves to the world isn't enough? Why not? Let's stop here again. Have you ever heard of Dee Snyder doing anything for trans people in their lives ever once in your life? I can't recall anything off the top of my head. This would be something you'd have to Google and be like, oh, in 2016, he performed at this gala event or something like that. We got nothing. Absolutely nothing. You're just saying that you are a fucking queer icon here for reasons that, uh, I'm sorry, we have the San Francisco Chronicle writer saying, yes, he's always been a huge supporter. Great. That's great, man. I recently stated that I do not believe young children are ready to decide their gender allocation. I believe their choices should be supported and accepted by their parents, but I do not think that kids have the mental capabilities to make rational, logical decisions on things of a magnitude that will affect them for the rest of their lives. I do not believe they are mentally developed enough. And again, we're just going back to this made-up horseshit like the New York Times has been pushing on uh, libs for the past few years. Uh, I don't know why that the masshead has decided that they want to have trans people be the demon of choice, uh, but... It's really pickled a lot of brains for a lot of real fucking easily manipulated morons. Like, have you seen all the shit like uh, that's that's come out about this? Uh, people making claims that a uh, clinic in like Ohio was uh, kids were saying that they identified as like sexually identified as attack helicopters. So they were getting f- forced gender reassignments. Yeah, it's there's a couple of stories like that that have cropped over the past couple of years, and it all eventually boils down to one person said this, and they were lying. Yeah, it's all bullshit, and yet we've built up this huge, huge uh, like media apparatus focused solely on this, which is, again, it's it it has so many uh, real life ramifications for what is an insanely small percentage of the population. And why? I don't know why any of these ostensibly, like, democratic institutions are doing any of this. Like, I understand why the right wing does it, because they're hateful fucking creeps and they want to murder people. What, I, don't, I don't know what the, the uh, liberal New York Times is doing with this kind of thing, other than just making people miserable because it's fun, because pe- people click on it. I don't know. I mean, I think calling them liberal is a little bit of a misnomer nowadays especially if you like really dig into what they've been doing for like the past 30 years in their reporting but i i would suspect it has something to do with like trying to appear not liberal or not left or whatever you want to call it like for fears of losing out on advertising money or losing readership or just having to deal with any sort of pushback so they just try to both sides everything and end up making things worse. I mean, I, I guess that's probably a good as, uh, assessment of where this is. I just I don't know why the same faces, the same like people on the checking kids underwear beat keep getting uh, keep getting spots in these huge, huge organizations because uh, they all have the same. I think also, horse. I think also because these big, huge organizations are actually run by conservatives like CNN is now starting to tack to the right because of the new person in charge is doing that sort of thing. So like traditionally, maybe things that are considered centrist or maybe a little left leaning in the past, even 10 years have started to switch. Like isn't Newsweek one of them and like Politico's actually owned by a German right wing organization. So these, uh, these companies, these news organizations, whatever you want to call them is they have their name that's been established and they're still putting out what they do, but people behind the scenes are shifting and changing it. So it's actually not what it used to be. It's like black and Decker. Like I had a black and Decker toaster for 20 years, almost never (laughs) broke. No problem. It finally died out since then. I've had to buy like three of them because they're cheap. And it turns out some other company bought the name and just cranks them out and sells them at Kohl's for $20. So that's why. So it's kind of the same situation. And this is just, it's been ownership has changed and they've gone into certain directions in order to make money because at least for right wingers, conservatives, they lap this shit up 
and they know that people will click on it, people will buy newspapers and magazines and watch YouTube videos for it. So because of that, it is then seeping into social media where people like Paul Stanley and Dee Snyder get all of their news from now. I guess that I guess that would make sense. I feel like there are a handful of very important people that just fucking hate trans people for reasons that I will never comprehend that have pushed a lot of the direction of this. And so, yeah, like you said, these absolute fucking chowder heads have bought into, again, what is just outright lies and manipulations. We'll continue here with D's statement. He says, Dr. Jennifer Katzenstein, director of psychology, neuropsychology, and social work, and co-director of the Center for Behavioral Health at John Hopkins All Children's Hospital, says... Quote, it is important for parents to remember that development varies across children and that one's age, such as seven, is not the end of development or a deadline for developing reasoning skills. Cognitive development continues into adulthood. And as parents, it's our responsibility to continue and to challenge and support our children. Well, that's and he continues here, says, well said, it's just good parenting. What the fuck is he talking about there still? Is this I guess he's still on the he thinks that families are making their children get like again mastectomies and shit and it's just not not happening it's just it's pulling a quote to try to make your point even though it's not like a full quote or within any sort of specific context it's like well this doctor said that children aren't mentally developed well that must mean what i believe i mean if we can get into this next little Quote, this is really what D. Snyder is all about to his core. Are you ready for this? I am ready. I am a proud moderate. I drive a Tesla and a Hummer. I have too many guns. You, you suck twice. Yeah, they both suck. Uh, I have too many guns, but strongly support intelligent gun control. I have four children, yet fight for a woman's right to choose. I am a motorcycle riding environmentalist. I am a heterosexual who proudly supports LBGTQIA rights. To me, and I believe to many of you, none of these things are mutually exclusive. I, I like, like eating it. peanut butter. I like smooth peanut butter. I like Applebee's and chilies. <laughs> I am a devoted Christian that also believes in reincarnation. It's like, okay, you you have at your core... Nothing. You are a void of a man. <laughs> you are a lukewarm bathwater. The transgender community needs moderates who support their choices, even if we don't agree with every one of their edicts. For some transgender people, not all, to accuse supporters like me of transphobia is not a good look for their cause. Oh, I'm so fucking sorry! <laughs> It's not a good look. Who fucking cares? God, I hate fucking D. Snyder. Don't reject people who are willing to march, sing, and stand with you just because we don't perfectly see eye to eye. We are still your allies. I, D. Snyder, will continue to support the transgender community and their right to choose, even if they reject me. And moving forward, I am open to educating myself so I can be a better ally. You're say, sincerely, D. Snyder, your cisgender cross-dashing ally. <sighs> what do you think? What do you think about all that? There's so many things wrong with this. And like I said before, I am sorry. I will learn to do better. That's all you had to do instead of this. Oh, oh, I, you're, you're being mean to me, D. Snyder. I've been a supporter all my life. And now you're saying I'm transphobic? Well, maybe I am. It's This sucks. This is so bad. Work Every- with a PR company, something, anything. It is – you are not the victim. I mean, well, if you look at this shit – on Twitter, because uh, only the most venal morons on in basically online uh, bought the fucking eight dollar check mark. You get to see all of their replies first, and they're all wildly supportive of it because, of course, they're all stupid idiots as well. So, um, the actual uh, support for uh, folks on D Snyder's side, I would say, is lukewarm at best. Where, where you're at right here is you're just. You're not going to make anybody happy being a moderate trans transgender supporter. What the fuck is that? <laughs> and the way things are going right now, you absolutely do not need moderates. 
Yeah. <laughs> if anything, you need more vocal, more extreme supporters and people going out of their way to support these people who are being murdered yeah, and as a, violently as a, marginalized. As a moderate uh, transgender supporter, I only believe some of you should be murdered. <laughs> like... The wrong person, the wrong time, the wrong words, the wrong thoughts. Just a fucking waste of a man. Uh, and of course, I'm looking at this on Metal Sucks right now. The commentariat over there is a very supportive of him. <laughs> I mean, if you're still reading Metal Sucks at this point, you're, you're not too bright to begin with. Yeah. Uh, can I interest you in a Shredder's NFT? <laughs> Shredder's... So, um, again, Joe, Joe vindicated as always. We're going to make (laughs) t-shirts. We will. Uh, moving on a little bit. We got some news this morning that we should probably talk about a little bit. I think, what do you think? Yeah. For for the first time in a long time, news actually broke before we recorded the show and not after like it always seems to do. Hot dog. Uh, this one actually pretty fucking wild though. What happened? Yeah, this this broke this morning. We record Sunday, so if news comes out afterwards that we don't talk about, that's why. Uh, Volvodynia. Is that how you pronounce that? I thought it was Volvodynia. It might be. I don't know. South African deathcore band on Unique Leader Records. All you need to really know about what they sound like is... There you go. That's their whole music. Uh, news came out today, and this was posted on the band's Facebook page, which was deleted multiple times and reposted and to the point where unique leader had to post it themselves on Facebook. They said, so we are sure you've all been wondering what's going on and you deserve to know due to recent events and recurring uncontrollable violence from Duncan Bentley, who's their vocalist. We can no longer have him in the band. This has been something we have been considering even before this tour but had to just continue and try our best because the financial losses would have been too devastating. He threatened to he threatened and tried to kill our drummer Tom. Tom ended in hospital and sustained various injuries, including a badly broken nose. This is also not the first time he's attacked Tom and displayed the, this type of behavior and violence. It's been a recurring problem for a while. We thought it was alcohol-related, but we now know it's just who he is. We will be continuing the tour without him, we are going to try to make plans to get some friends who are vocalists to help us out on the way and still bring you the best show possible. Tom is absolutely destroyed and in pain, but he's willing to try to finish up the tour, and we will do our best. As many of you might know, the cost of touring is insanely high, and we would like to finish this tour to help us cover our costs. And they included pictures of their drummer with his face bashed open and shots of a bloody floor. Scale of 1 to 10, this guy is fucked up. Um, like, he, he just destroyed his nose, man. And uh, these shots, like, these pictures, like, it's just like, looks like a gallon of blood on the floor. And uh, from from the way they say it, it sounds like this isn't the first time. <clears throat> and it's, uh, like, the way that they write it, it's like that their vocalist is specifically antagonistic to the drummer, like just a mean, violent person to the drummer specifically. I don't know if you've ever been in a band with a very bad dynamic, but I've, I've kind of seen that where like one guy just targets another guy nonstop. Of yeah, course, it's abusive bullying. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen it. I've, I've seen it come to blows, but never come to like this extreme of like really assault. Uh, I don't know what the band plans to do, but I don't know, if I got my face fucked up like that, I'd probably be pressing charges. Oh, I'd be settling it outside of court in any way possible. <laughs> and they finished it up with, please do not trust Duncan. He is a manipulator, psychopath, and compulsive liar. He will try to take us down after this, and we just need you all to know the truth. Um, it seems, yeah, because he still has their Facebook access, so he keeps trying to take this down. So I think that's actually pretty rad that Unique Leader is like, uh, let's let's go ahead and get ahead of this and not let you do that. Yeah, it's a smart move from the label, and I assume they will be trying to find some other sort of new vocalist, whether it's someone from an established band already that they're friends with, maybe just filling in for a while or trying to get someone new or someone from the band taking over. Uh, 
it's that style of music where if you can make the piggy noises, you're good enough. Yep. So um, I don't. I honestly don't <laughs> think it's a big devastating band changing loss to get rid of this guy. Obviously, he's got a lot of problems, violence. Who knows what else is going on with them? How many times this sort of things happen? They don't need it. You don't need it. The label doesn't need it. So fuck off to him. And I hope their drummer recovers easily. Yeah. I mean, good luck to him playing shows like while he's still in, I'm sure, pretty excruciating pain here. Uh, that's that's going to be an awful finish to a tour, man. Just really shitty situation overall. Yeah, screwed up. No good. Bad people. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, well, what do you think? Uh, should we call it for the day, or do you have anything else you want to tack on here? Oh, it's pretty funny that Ted Nugent had one of his shows canceled in, like, Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, shit, really? For being, for being transphobic. Yep. Canceled in Birmingham, Alabama for being transphobic. Man, he had to, you gotta fuck up pretty bad. You're pretty fucking bad to get that happening. Ted Nugent blasts liars and haters in wake Hmm. of his Alabama concert cancellation. You're 95 (laughs) years old. You don't have fucking haters, you old bitch. 74. He sounds like uh, there was an infamous uh, episode of uh, one of Gordon Ramsay's shows where he, you know, he tried to go in and help a failing restaurant and. You know, this is how you actually cook things. You need a real chef. You need a coat of paint on this place. And it was one restaurant where he, uh, he had to give up and he actually couldn't help them because they were blaming all of the haters <laughs> for being a shitty restaurant. So um, according to AL.com, they reported that, and this is on Blabbermouth, they say legendary, I question that, 74-year-old Rocker's July 18th performance at Avondale Brewing Company was scrapped one day before tickets were to go on sale via Ticketmaster. The decision to call off the gig was apparently made in response to about 1,000 comments, which were posted on Avondale Brewing's Facebook page after the show was announced, as well as 150 comments on the venue's Instagram page. A Birmingham bar, uh, Al's on 7th, issued a statement earlier this week saying it would no longer support Avondale Brewing Company or Good People Brewing Company, they're Avondale's parent company. Owls will no longer purchase any beer from Avondale nor God's Good People Brewing Company, the bar said in social media post. Avondale will be hosting a Ted Nugent concert in July. Nugent has recently made serious transphobic comments. In announcing the cancellation, the brewing company said, We have heard the concerns of the Avondale community, which is so important to us, and in conjunction with our partners, have taken necessary steps to cancel the Ted Nugent concert scheduled for July 18th. And he, Nugent responded, saying, Liars and haters drunk on stupid... This is what he says. I'm just reading it. <laughs> Liars and haters drunk on stupid, incapable to debate me. It's so cool that he pickled his brain with like just internet bullshit that he thinks that everybody would want to debate him like real, real moron shit. It's always debating with these people. Let's let's have a debate. Let's meet one on one and discuss. No, fuck you. Yeah, I know that. Uh, was it the Steven Crowder guy? He uh, his thing was like going to college campuses and trying to get uh, like 18 year olds to, quote, debate him. Uh, over, you know, just uh, insane reactionary beliefs. Um, and of course, like, uh, I don't know if you've seen His Life is Over Now, so that's great. I love that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's been it's been quite the week for him. But my favorite is uh, he tried to pull that uh, shit he does with, uh, you know, college students. He tried it with uh, some big burly union men. <laughs> and got punched in the head. Just fucking rocked. Uh, so, again, uh, these, these guys pick their targets on purpose. Uh, you got to... You got to be willing to, uh, if you're bigger and burlier and meaner, you got to be willing to stand up. So the total health stamp of approval. Hit yep. people. Yeah, I, fuck yeah. Dude, the time for talking is over. I don't want to debate anybody. Debate these fucking hands. For real. You can't. Undefeated. Sorry, continue here. <laughs> and that's it. That's all we need to know. It's just funny to point and laugh at this old dickhead. Uh, again, like, what... His his belief here is that uh, trans people don't exist is, is essentially what he's saying. Uh, so he's, you know, he would be uh, anti-trans, but 
if you if you were like a moderate uh, transporter, it would be like a some trans people exist, like D. Snyder. I think that would be his view, right? Yeah, if only D. Snyder could debate Ted Nugent in the uh, marketplace of ideas, then everything would work out. He wouldn't wish death upon people. Yeah, uh, I'm going to the marketplace of ideas is uh, the, what I call the back of my trunk. <laughs> Let's get you what both I in call there. It's what I call where the shredders are from. <laughs> uh, I think I think we got to do it. I'm too mad. I'm too mad after doing this episode to continue any longer. <laughs> it's time to sign off and go do some push-ups or something like that. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go hit the heavy bag for a while. Uh, but folks, if you want an episode that isn't so salty, uh, I would recommend that you go over to. Patreon.com slash Toilet of Hell, where you can catch our latest episode, uh, which is Fantasy Label Ball with, uh, fuck, who did we do? Part one of Prosthetic Records. Yes, we will be recording part two uh, in a week or so here and dropping that for y'all. We also have like a hundred other episodes over there that you've never heard before if you don't, uh, if you haven't subbed to us. So, you know, uh, sign up, uh, get more episodes. If we get more subscribers, we will do more bonus episodes. That's the deal. Uh, we do it for the money, but also the love. Uh, anything else you want to say? You want to say? You can email us, toiletofhell at gmail.com, toiletofhellradio at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, like us on Twitter, and you could be friends with us on Twitter and send us DMs at Joe Thrash and Kill at 365 Days of Horror. We are around. We love to hear from you. Positive, negative, but mostly positive, please. Any questions you have, any stories you want to point to our way, we love to hear it. Yep, my DMs are open because I'm not a fucking coward. So send something. Uh, and with that, we'll see you next time. Bye.
were listening to 66.6 FM. Radio TOVH. The Flush.